For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Happy Friday! Welcome to Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're at the Third Street Market Hall, Benny. Hell Freaking yes. This is going to be the new home of Good Karma Brands in Milwaukee, ESPN Milwaukee. Uh, studio's not done quite yet, but the rest of the team moving in today at the 3rd Street Market Hall. Uh, that is where we are. You, of course, the Scalzo and Russ family is scattered across Madison, Milwaukee, and, of course, the all-new 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam up there in Dodge County. Calling us, texting us, 800 990 76 again 800-990-3776 that's the old national bank talk in text line old national bank get old i feel like getting old in this building uh i love this building i love our new office i am giddy i'm like the kid at the first day of school who's running around sucking up to all the teachers with this you know smile on no i didn't like dress up because you know i'm not a dress up guy um but i'm pumped and the worst thing but best thing that ever happened to us is that the show will end at six o'clock and um I'm staring at a a bar. Can I book you for one after? You can book me for Hell one. Hell yes! I just it's a good I, looking bar here at Third Street Market Hall as well. It's a great looking bar. The office looks amazing. Uh, I'm so excited right now. Uh, we are also excited. The Packers last night in their preseason finale fall to the Chiefs 17-10. Jordan Love 16-26, 148 yards, one interception. Uh, going largely in the first quarter against the number one defense for Kansas City. The interception, just a horrible decision by Jordan Love, in my opinion, towards the end of the second half. Now, the only thing that I would say in his defense on that interception is just the fact that, like... It didn't matter. Like, yeah, it was, late, it was late in the second half. You yes. were, you know, 20 seconds left on the clock. It served kind of like a punt. But that was not the plan. That's not like I no. threw it up there for anybody to grab. He either misread Correct. the coverage or made a, a just a bad a decision. Bad decision. And I think it's it's the latter. Like he made a bad decision. Um, but like, and this is where I find myself laughing because the narratives continue to pile on from the green and gold and Matt Lafleur and the Packers organization about. Jordan Love and how they're going to do everything that they possibly can to negate the actual results, Greg, and continue to build on the the things that are like, ah, you know, he looked good. He's more comfortable. He's making progress. Well, guys, this is year four, and sooner or later, y- y- you got to put up or show up. What does my dad say, Greg? Man or a mouse. Are you a man or a mouse? And again, that could be the new one or zero. Are you a man or a mouse? Well, right now, Jordan Love, mouse. And it's not because I don't like him. It's not because I don't want to see him succeed. It's because of how he's continued to put out more interceptions than touchdowns. This is his third year, isn't it? 
Uh, this is his fourth year. Am I crazy? I think you're crazy. Oh, uh, this is his third, third year. year. This is his third okay. year. Okay, I was pretty sure on 2020, that. Yes. 2020, COVID year. and then last yeah, year was last his first real offseason. And I was watching his first preseason game mm-hmm. at a wedding, yep. which was very disrespectful. Um, yes, but regardless, year three, the numbers speak for itself. Like, like the results are the results. Like, we do this all the time with Aaron Rodgers, and I know it's different because it's the preseason. It's like a glorified scrimmage. It's not actually a game, but, like, it is for Jordan Love. It is our measuring stick and from everything we've heard from all the reporters in practice and, and what we've seen from Jordan Love on the field. His numbers all put together are not very good, so I don't care if somebody ran the wrong route. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers feels bad for him. He has to be better, and he has not. 800-990-3776. Jordan Love, will he bring back anybody in return in a trade? Will he be the future Packers starter, or will he eventually be released by the Packers? And by released, I just mean not signed. Like, what do you do if you're the Green Bay Packers heading into his fourth year? For a rookie draft in the first round, you do have a option, a team option for that fifth year, but you have to uh, ultimately sign him to that fifth year prior to the fourth year. So like this is the this is the final sort of test for that, Jordan that's Love. That's why I had been talking about it in his fourth year knowing that like this is the the decision time if you're going to pick up the fifth year option. Will he ultimately get an opportunity in the regular season? We have no idea, but this is what we've seen from Jordan Love. Uh, and Matt LaFleur seems pretty pleased with him. Now, they've got Aaron Rodgers, obviously, in the way, and they'll play Aaron Rodgers as long as he's willing to play in green and gold, which is longer than many people, I think, uh, assumed. But ultimately, Matt LaFleur believed that it was a good performance from Jordan Love. Here is Matt LaFleur from postgame. I thought there was a lot of good things out there. I know, again, I always look at the numbers at the end of it, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I thought he did a lot of good things, but we'll take a look at the tape. I'm sure there's always something that you can clean up. Uh, but I thought, all in all, I thought Jordan did a lot of really good things out there. 800-990-3776. LaFleur just can't figure out how the stats are what they are and how that doesn't match up with what he's seeing from Jordan Love. Um, They're going to look at the film, Greg. I will say. He looks a lot better than he, he did sure last does. Year. Like, and you expect improvement, but you don't always see it. You do see improvement. He's got a lot more confidence in, uh, in the pocket. You can tell he's stepping in even when pressure is coming in around him. Um, but it's not like he's doing anything that special. I would like to see a few more wow plays out of him if I am going to believe that he's not just going to be a starter in the NFL because there's some starters this year like Geno Smith or Drew Lockout in Seattle uh, or the situation down there in Houston with Davis Mills where like Oh, I forgot about that. You know, they're 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 not they're not the starters you want to be seeing. Um, when you think of Jordan Love, I, I, again, I've talked about his ceiling being Jared Goff, and I will still remain that, yeah, he can turn into Jared Goff. I just don't know what that means if you're the crazy. Green Bay Packers. Two, two days in a row, both Green Bay Packers quarterbacks have compared been compared to, to Jared Goff. 800-990-3776. Let's go to Don in Sun Prairie. Don, welcome to Scalzo and Brust and the Old National Bank Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. Jordan Love, what do you got? Hi, guys. How'd you like that Ferrari last night? Yeah, I know. I've been waiting for it to pull out of the garage, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's the same old, same old. Yes, he's looking better. You know what my favorite statement from Greg Scalzo is in my entire life? Don't tell me, show me. 
Yeah, exactly. Actions speak louder than words. Matt LaFleur sure needs to take advice from my guy, Greg. Thank you for the call. Thank you, Don. Thank you for the call. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Like, what is the future of Jordan Love in Green Bay? Because to me, it comes down to you either have him and you keep him or you trade him and get what you can back in return. And who knows if that's ultimately going to be a fifth-round pick a seventh-round pick, a third-round pick, another player. Like, I don't know what the future of Jordan Love is, but if you think there's value there, you're doing your team a disservice by not trading him unless you have him pinned as the successor to Aaron Rodgers. And if Aaron Rodgers is planning to have three more years, let's call it two, just to be safe, those two years are the rest of Jordan Love's rookie contract. Which means you have to literally be all in on Jordan Love if you are going to sign him to be the replacement for Aaron Rodgers. And if you, I don't even want to ask the audience. I, I, I don't want to. We, if we ask the audience right now, is Jordan Love a good replacement for Aaron Rodgers when he retires? Like, it's, if you say yes, you're just like Matt Lafleur. And I and I hate to dig at Matt Lafleur because I like again, they're in a place right now where they did draft Jordan Love in the first round and. You could say whatever you want. They are trying to make him feel and sound as good as possible because why? They're trying to create the most value for Jordan Love, and as they should. I'm not actually going to blame Matt LaFleur for that, but gosh, has it, been, has it been a little bit too much in your face that it almost feels fake? If I'm a front office in the NFL and I'm hearing Matt LaFleur talk about his resilience that Jordan Love showed against the Kansas City Chiefs in game three of the, of pre-season. the preseason, like, I'm like, what are we doing here? I'm so proud of Jordan's resilience. Resilience? How about performance? That's what I care about. It is amazing to see how coaches treat quarterbacks now versus how coaches used to treat quarterbacks. You see it league-wide that these young quarterbacks continue to get supported, and that seems to be the modern-day coaching philosophy of how to build confidence for your players. It's not challenging them by constantly pointing out how much better they can be. That's how some of the great quarterbacks of all time were built, but it's about ultimately supporting them when they don't play that well, and that seems to be the strategy implored by Matt LaFleur so far uh, this preseason. You didn't see these compliments come in the last couple of years, and that is what makes me think, are they they trying to make him a value from a trade perspective? Are they trying to build his value as far as what you can get in return for Jordan Love? It's the only answer. Like it, it, It clearly is the only answer. And even even Aaron Rodgers, I think, is at a point in his career where he's so like in in a weird way secure with where he's at from a football standpoint, knowing like the like look, I, I'm a back to back MVP. Sure, I was threatened when they drafted Jordan Love just a tiny bit. Like my ego was definitely crushed. But then I threw a wrench in the Packers' plans, as he said, when he became the MVP in 2020. Then it then in 2021 he was the MVP again. Aaron Rodgers has nothing to like to gain by bashing Jordan Love. Like he actually probably wants, as he said, if I, if if Aaron Rodgers is going to retire as a Green Bay Packer, don't you think it makes most sense to have the most value for Jordan Love so they can get something back? If he really cares about this organization that he says that he's all in with, that he has a good relationship with the front office now, like it would actually make sense why Aaron Rodgers is even defending him as well. 800-990-3776. We at in Germantown chimes in. Says Big Benny Buckets working on a Friday. Is the world ending? <laughs> That's a good call out by. This is we the at. first Friday Ben has weeks. been and in since the beginning of July. 
Yeah, and uh, Scalzo and Brust family, I have no Fridays off in my calendar through the rest of the year. Now, come Thanksgiving and come uh, Christmas Here time, we go. You know, and coming on. Vacation might slide in, but you're, you got me for football season, baby. 414 chimes in says, yeah, it's Love's third year, but lost a year due to the pandemic and also would like to see more time with Tom Clements, who, who Aaron Rodgers has given a lot of credit for his development. Uh, Matt from Milwaukee says you can see improvements from Love. Technically, this is his second year of playing because he didn't play at all his rookie year. Stop comparing him to Rodgers. People just hate to hate him. I think you mean love to hate him. I will always trust LaFleur on football talent over Ben Brust. That's fair. But again, the narratives don't match up. He's not playing that well, but like we're literally just making excuses based off the fact that he looks better. Are you he, all I guess what I want to know from the Scouts on Russ family at this point is are you all in on Jordan Love or are you all out? Like they're like you you can middle it and say, Oh, I want to continue to see him improve, but at some point following this season, the Packers are gonna have to make a decision on whether or not they're all in on Jordan Love. Are you at this point? Watching what could be his last game this season before that decision is made. Let's knock on wood here because if not, that means an Aaron Rodgers injury. That's plastic, not wood, but that's okay. Uh, 800-990-3776. Put it on the poll, Chris Larson. In for Joshi DiMaggio. Uh, are you all in on Jordan Love or all out on Jordan Love? If you had to make the decision today, are you saying, nope, he's not it? Or are you saying, nope, this is the guy? 800-990-3776. Mark from the Unknown chimes in. Says, I hate to use the Bears as an example, but at least they admitted that they made a huge mistake with Trubisky and just got rid of him. That needs to be done with love. Looking better than garbage is not looking good. He's just not the guy, and they need to find the next guy. And pretty quickly, I am all out. And this is why I like your question, because for all the people that say, oh, well, he's really in his second year, or oh, I'm going to trust Matt LaFleur, all that's thrown out right now because they're going to make a, a decision based off the body of work that Jordan Love has given us, whether he didn't play in 2020 or not. They are going to decide his fifth-year option on this body of work. So all in or all out. You can't just keep saying, oh, well, I want more time with him. That's not how the NFL works. That's not how his contract works. So make a decision. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We'll keep taking your calls. Keep taking your texts. But we've also got Homer joining us next, live from Third Street Market Hall at what will be the all-new ESPN Milwaukee Studios one day. This is Scalzo and Bruss, presented as always by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Bruss. We were texting last night, by the way, me and Homer, because I watched The Greatest Showman. And he loves The Greatest Showman, and we're going to watch it together one day, I promise. That was, that was a good distraction. Glad we did that. Yeah, that was probably the least meaningful thing that may have ever been said on this show. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Brust here in the Milwaukee area, excited to get out and about. And the best place to go is Water Street because you have McGillicuddy's and Red Rock, two great places for you to experience different types of environments. You have Red Rock on Fridays with live music and that mechanical bowl that will whip you around and have a good old time. Time. And then right down the road, you got McGillicuddy's with live music on Saturdays and that patio. That patio is going to be good from now until I'd even say November. We get good weather in November. You can say global warming or not. But I will say that the patio will be phenomenal for you. McGillicuddy's and Red Rock, my friends, that is where Milwaukee meets. So I hold on to your. 
We had in Germantown chimes in here on Scal's Horn Bros. The old National Bank Talk text line 800 990 3776. We had in Germantown in response to the question we have posted on Twitter at Scal's Horn If you had to pick right now, following the final preseason game last night, a loss against the Kansas City Chiefs, 17-10. Jordan Love starting against the Chiefs' first defense. If you had to pick right now, are you all in or all out on Jordan Love? 800-990-3776. We had in Germantown says, I am all in. At this point, I honestly just want to see if all the drama was worth the draft pick. I would absolutely love for Love to pick up the starting job and prove all the haters wrong, but it would be equally entertaining to watch it burn to the ground. I'm all in purely on entertainment value. I respect that. I do too. (laughs) I mean, it's not a logical opinion at all, like for the longevity of the Green Bay Packers franchise, but the the entertainment itself is amazing. The worst thing that could happen, though, is if he's somewhere in In the the middle. middle. Like if it's that middling sort of quarterback where he's good enough to potentially get you to the playoffs once in a while when everything is perfect, but he's not good enough to win a Super Bowl unless everything else is locked into place. It is the Jared Goff effect, it right? It literally is the, same, the guy we've been talking about the last two days. He's, he, he's got to be one extreme. He's, he's got to suck to the suckiest so they can just be like, all right, plan, plan B, plan C, plan D, whatever Brian Gutekunst has in the back of his head. Or, hey, holy crap, Goody is like – a magician like he saw the talent they saw their guy they moved up a couple spots it pissed off Aaron Rodgers it actually helped the team in the in the time being motivating Aaron in ways we never knew um that he'd be motivated by and look we got our guy now um but if he's if he's anywhere neutral it's no bueno. 800-990-3776. Number to get into the show. But right now, Homer joins us. Homer and Tony weekdays 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. He joins us every Friday. How are you, Homer? I'm fine. I know how many years that uh, he's been on the team. Oh! Is that your is that your dig of, of kind of like we right at you. Gerbentown, how I haven't been on the show in five Fridays? No, I want to apologize to both of you for acting like you're missing because Greenberg has been on his show seven of the last 71 days. So to, to, I apologize. Uh, I did not know what the standard was. That's clearly the standards. And you guys are you're just uh, you're we're, drunk. We're A-plus students compared to oh, Green yeah. in terms of showing that's, up. That's correct. He set a new standard that uh, has made your performance outstanding. Homer, if you had to pick right now, are you all in or all out on Jordan Love? Um, nobody's all in, uh, other than my guy Ron, who says he's going to be a, a Pro Bowl quarterback. But uh, nobody's all in. The um, other than him, everybody's just kind of in at best. So when now, you just, see, so when you see or hear. Matt LaFleur and the Packers and some of the water-carrying media folks out there just talking about the improvement and how great he looks and don't pay attention to all the interceptions and the bad decisions at somebody else's fault. Is that the Packers trying to build some trade value or are they trying to build this confidence? Like, what what is the motivation there for trying to tell us that what we're seeing with our eyes isn't what's actually happening? As far as the media, I can't say that. I mean, it's understandable, and I believe that it's easy for people to have different opinions on him that isn't meant to make anybody happy in that regard. It's it's a tough thing to figure out. He was controversial even when he was drafted in terms of the gap 
But there's no question in my mind that they've decided to be positive. And LaFleur's not good at it. Um, <laughs> Rodgers is fantastic at it because LaFleur will go like, like LaFleur after the last game said, you know, after those first two drives, he really stayed focused. What? Why don't you just tell us that he kept his shoes on? What? Like he's supposed to go blow up and have no confidence after the first two drives don't go well? He well, complimented clearly, his resilience. And I was like, yes, that's what I'm saying. Resilience. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he should what be is- performing. Yes, like anything. I mean, it's, and it's bad because it does tells you tells you how bad he's been in previous years for him to, you know, the resilience is clearly worth bringing up because I'm assuming he had none the first two years. But the fact that you're complimenting that is crazy. Yeah. Because you could easily say, hey, he, he made some good passes. We had that good drive, and it's like any quarterback game. But, yeah, I would say overall I liked what he played, and it's, you know, just do something like that. But he, he's going out of Rodgers the same way. Rodgers knows how to do it. It's, I don't believe a word he says. Um, but but he, I think he sells decided. you on it, though. Like, when I heard yeah, Aaron, oh, yeah, I was like, he's, like, he, like, put emotion into Matt was like, oh. Matt, Matt doesn't know. Like, I'm not going to lie. I don't think Matt LaFleur is very good with the media. Like, he, he doesn't, like, own the media in a way. Like, he doesn't control them like a Belichick does. And I, I know that's hard. Oh, I do think, though, that all the positive messaging from the team has made a lot of those media members change their tune because, like Homer said, it's hard to properly evaluate. So you tend to perpetuate the story and the narratives being driven by the team. And I do think that he's been consistent in trying to drive this improvement narrative. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, like, he put his heart and soul out for Jordan Love. He's like, man, I feel bad for Jordan. I just feel bad. I mean, the two interceptions, the route running, like, and you you hear Matt LaFleur even, even after the, the game yesterday. He's like, you know, we're going to go back to the tape and figure and – it, and it, it wasn't even like we're going to go back to the tape to help Jordan Love. It felt like we were going to go back to the tape to pick out what everyone else did wrong and why it's not Jordan Love's fault. Yeah, and he could easily say, just downplay, look, at, I believe in the guy and, and this. It's not like I have to say just, you know, uh, I understand you guys are thinking about it, but it's, you know, this is it, and we watch it, and it's like he's, you can't, he's the backup quarterback. It's pretty much, or not pretty much, but it's somewhat irrelevant other than everybody wondering how good he's going to be because it seems that he was really bad, and what are they going to do next year? They don't have to decide anything. I mean, it's like, yeah, he's straight, well, what do you mean? They have, he's not going to play anymore? We don't know, but they, they, they can assess him and see all the things about him that we don't know, and they can learn about him in the next year before they have to make the decision on, on the option. But they're not um, going yeah, to if Aaron stays healthy, they're not going to have a whole lot of opportunity to see him in a game setting before they make that decision. Well, yeah, but they know what he is, right? Come on. Well, they know what he is, and it was right. good then. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be here anymore, right? I mean, if they thought he was the guy, how wouldn't you move on from Aaron Rodgers and take no. everything that you can no. in return? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even you not going to be yourself. as good as Aaron Rodgers. I don't no, care who the guy my, is. My point is, and it's not a fair comparison because Alex Smith is a fraction of what Aaron Rodgers is, but the Chiefs knew exactly what they had in Mahomes. The players there knew it. Uh, same with San Francisco. Whether they may, Maybe it's the greatest bluff of all yeah, time, but you hear the players and the coaches talking, and they're saying, oh, no, this Trey Lance guy, we saw him last year, and he had something. You haven't heard anybody say that about Jordan Love, and maybe well, that has to do. they don't have Rodgers. If Rodgers had been there, it would have been really tough with Mahomes. If Rodgers had been anywhere, it'd been tough for those teams to make a change. 
Of course, yeah. but I'm saying you haven't even heard it from anybody that like, oh, no, this guy's got something special. You haven't heard a player talk about, you should see Jordan in practice right now. None of that has come out. It's all been driven largely by Goody, by LaFleur, and by, a little bit of Aaron. And, and by Aaron, who's part of that triumvirate now of, of, of talking heads. Right, I agree, but it depends on how much Goody liked him when he took him, and I think he liked him a lot, and he has gotten better. I mean, it isn't, I don't have to, he's gotten better. He has. Uh, yes. Yeah, I have better. too. He's, Doesn't mean I'm any good, but, you know, I get better every year. Right. And again, the key is if you're following Bob Costas, you getting better doesn't have the same impact <laughs> if there's no Bob Costas. That's a good point. Homer, I haven't I think I might you. actually be taller than Bob Costas. Uh, I think you probably are. Congratulations <laughs> uh, on that. Um Homer, I haven't been on in the last five Fridays, so I haven't talked to you on the show. Um, how are you? Like, are, are I didn't you... want to do you stick. I'm fine. Do you still have the same girlfriend, or is that not a topic? Can you mention her name, or where's the name girlfriend thing? What's the update there? Homer. <laughs> what? Oh, my gosh. You asked me. That's fair. Yeah, I can't ask that. No, that, you, you can't. can't even ask that. No, it, just, it was just funny. Because you should I, know the answer based on how we're reacting right now. No. Is that a good enough answer for you? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Homer, you're the best because, you know, I, I will totally own that I have asked so many invasive questions in your <laughs> personal life that I deserve any question back when it comes to me in a relationship. Okay. Any other so questions? No, back now. To, back, go ahead. Back to no. how I'm doing, or is it just dead silence? No, I'm doing no, no. Fine. no, I don't Celebrated the 41st anniversary. Yeah, see, that's yeah. what I want. Congratulations. Yeah. This, this is the stuff that's meaningful to me, Homer, that I get to find out the Scalzo and Russ family cares about. 41 that, years of marriage. That and stuff it, is meaning to you, meaningful to you? No, you need to change. Not that to shouldn't me, have any meaning. What? You, you should care that I've been married 41 years? Wow. Because I never cared I, about anybody that was married I, 41. I met your wife, and she's amazing, and you're you're kind of amazing. So the idea that you <laughs> have a life partner for 41 years, like that gives hope to the world. We need more hope. The divorce rates okay, go up right. daily. This is, that's I'm meaningful. Ne- I never, I've never looked at it like that. If you want to say it, it's, it's hope for the world, yeah, wow. You are, you are hope for the world, Homer. Just, just know that when you lay next to her at night celebrating 41 years. Wow, I'm not hearing anything from your partner. Is he, is he just like not? He doesn't I, join. He's not I in lo- that club. Homer, I love you. I met your wife briefly once. She seemed lovely. Uh, I will say congratulations and give you a golf clap for 41 years. That's the extent that my care goes about the 41 years. Is Man, that fair? I'm, You're heartless. This, uh, no, Homer this, would, Greg, this Greg guy's heartless. I'm, caring, I'm giving him more care than Homer would give anybody else, so he probably appreciates it. Uh, we're, we're definitely in the same club. I, I, I can't disagree with anything you said. I liked what you said. I liked the way you said it. And, yes, it's much more in my neighborhood than all this other fake stuff that Brett no, brings up all the time. it's not fake. I am a hopeless romantic by heart and nature. And so the idea that I get really? to hear about your marriage for 41 years, like, they need to make a movie about you. Like, you're the next notebook. <laughs> Okie doke. I think, I think that was just a way for him to call you old right there. Homer. No, it's not. I'm not attacking his age. Well, I'm, he just doesn't have to be, to. I'm just happy to be talking to him on the radio. It's been a while. Uh, well, but, clearly, it was important enough to you to miss five Fridays in a row. Like, wouldn't you think that if it was that important, you'd say, I should take Friday off, but I got to talk to Homer. Clearly not. So, 
There's you know something what? that doesn't fit be here. Careful. Be careful what you wish for. Because when I go on long road trips, I have my favorites, and I am literally taking you right now and adding you to my favorites. So if you get a random weekend Sunday 5 o'clock call, or even this weekend when I go down for my niece, niece's birthday party and my nephew's soccer game, and I drive back to Milwaukee, if you get a call from me, you better answer. Uh, 50-50. 50-50, I'll take it. Homer, thank you as always for the time. We'll talk to you next Friday, and we'll be here next Friday. Yeah. Greeny says, you guys are pros. Bye. Homer and Tony, weekdays 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Of course, Chris Larson as well, part of that program. He is filling in for Joshi DiMaggio right now, your cousin's sub of the day. We do have uh, on the uh, uh, talking text line here, 800-990-3776. Mark from the unknown, a little support for me, chimes in, says the Packers had no problem ushering Favre out the door because they knew they had Rodgers behind him. So if they thought love was any good... They would do the same with Rodgers, absolutely. Do you have no response to that? No, I think Mark from the Unknown makes a good point. Um, Because typically when you say something, I know the Greg Scal's away, it goes right to search the text line for someone who agrees with me the most. No, no. I I think it's a great example of what I was just talking about. I do think that um, to a certain extent that uh, I do think to a certain extent that we are overvaluing Aaron's place on the team. He clearly didn't feel the love from the Packers, pun not intended, long-term. And now he is at a place where he has turned on that. But the Packers, if they felt as good as they thought they might about Jordan Love, I think they would have been committed to Jordan Love and not necessarily to Aaron Rodgers. We'll continue that conversation. What do you have for us, Benny? I I got an idea. I'm going to take all of my Palermo's pizzas, and I'm bringing them to the avenue. Like, the freezers are bare here at the the office at the avenue that we just moved into today, thanks to our good friends at Coakley Brothers and Brothers Interiors. Palermo's Screaming Sicilian Pizza needs to be here. So I can just pop one in the oven, have it for lunch, have it after the show. I got a Friday, 6 o'clock, we get off the air. We can time it out. I've, I've, like, I have the perfect setup for even how to make a Screaming Sicilian. Yes, I did burn myself on a pan and brand myself with a burn on my stomach back in the day, but it's a 30-minute process. The preheat of the oven, 15 minutes-ish, sometimes less. Then I put the Screaming Sicilian, whether it be the Supremus Maximus, you got the Holy Pepperoni, the Mother of Meat, the Mambo Italiano. You blind draw one, you put it in the oven, set the timer for 15 minutes, and then you go check, and you can see, is it where you want that cheese? Is it where you want that crust? And so 5.30, Greg, we put one in, 6 o'clock rolls around, boom, pizza's ready. Find your Screaming Pleasure. Go grab those Screaming Sicilians from your local grocer's freezer. On Twitter, at Scalzonebrust, are you all in or all out on Jordan Love? If you had to make the decision right now following the final game of the preseason for the Packers, a loss yesterday to Kansas City. Uh, plus, do you consider yourself a generous tipper? We'll hit that amongst other things in 1 or 0 next on Scalzonebrust, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzonebrust. Would you ever eat the placenta? Is that something that you'd be open to doing? He doesn't, like, yeah, he doesn't know, does know what a placenta is. is. I mean, I feel like it's part of the female reproductive system <laughs> honest to god i don't know how you did graduate from that like, I, legit, like i have no idea what courses you took like, it's pretty 
Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Brest here for Fairways of Woodside. Went over and saw Chris Young, my guy, the golf pro, as they call him, and got a lesson from him. Uh, I played 45 holes over the weekend, and I felt the golf itch. And so I went over there, got the lesson. He got me squared away. My impact, like, gosh, I have the itch. That's why I love Fairways of Woodside, because it's more than just a golf course. They have the great people. They have the great entertainment experience. And they're the anti-lame golf course. If you want to go have fun, have some drinks, and hang out with buddies, fairwaysofwoodside.com. Book your tea time today. Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. He is big time, Benny Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. All in or all out on Jordan Love and what might be his final start before the Packers need to make a decision on his fifth-year option on his rookie contract. That'll come in this coming offseason. However, with Aaron Rodgers in, we'll only see Jordan Love playing again and garbage time or if we get an injury to number 12 let's hope that that latter part does not happen but right now chris it's time to play a little one or zero are you a one or a zero that's the question you have to ask yourself are you a yes or a no there's no such thing as a gray area life is binary it's just a one or a zero He's Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for one or zero. Chris Larson is your host. He gives us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Chris, take it away. All right, guys. Starting off here, one or zero. Americans are continuing to dole out big tips at restaurants, even as the threat of high inflation hangs over the economy. The data reveals that Indiana was the most generous state for tipping during the second quarter, with an average of tip of 21%, despite having one of the highest minimum cash wage laws for tipped employees in the nation. Californians were the least generous tippers, giving an average of 17.5%. Wisconsin falls 8th on the list at 20.3%. One or zero, you consider yourself a generous tipper. I'm going to go with one here. Now, I always was a pretty good tipper at restaurants, um, but now I've expanded my horizons. Uh, Greg Scalzo and the Scalzo and Bruce family and conversations we've had on these shows have changed me. Now, when I go to the sandwich shop and they make the sandwich and the tip button comes up, Greg, you know what I do? I click the 20%. You know why? Because it's like an extra $1.50. And if I'm really going to be doing the, oh, I need to save that all of a sudden, like, what, what am I doing? Like, you're an idiot, Ben. Like, get with the times. Yeah, I'm a one here. Uh, we've talked about my tipping habits in the past. I tip the mailman. I tip the garbage folks. Oh, yeah, you're, um, you're a one for sure. I, I, I do tip. Now, I was shocked to see that the average is 20% because usually that that is like the low mark for me. It's like I'll, that's my throwaway tip. If something's really good, I'll go 25%. If it's like exceptional, I'll go over a little over 30% depending on what it is. Um, now, for Rots Hots, I gave 100, you know, uh, actually 200% of a tip, but that's just pat on the back to me. Congratulations. Um, Overall, I consider myself a good tipper. I'm more shocked at the fact that the average, the average is 20%. Give yourselves a round of applause, Wisconsin. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Go ahead, Chris. Well, I think 20% is kind of the norm now. It used to be like 15%, but now some that's people tip 17%, point. but like now the norm is like 20%. They now. used to print out the receipts like sometimes when they do the math for you, and it was like 15, 15 18, 20. 20. Yeah, it's now like it's like yeah. 20, 25, I think it's 30. Eight, I think it's 18, 20, 20, and 25. Yeah. 
Yep, I've, I've seen those receipts as well. So, uh, moving on in year one is you're almost half of all U.S. adults are hanging on to free money from unused gift cards or vouchers, or have store credit stashed away, according to a new data from CreditCards.com. One or zero, giving a gift card as a present is lame. It's one. Uh, I I want to cancel the gift card. I want to cancel the gift card completely. <laughs> I have thousands of dollars worth of unused gift cards, and they are more of a nuisance than they are anything else. If you don't want to buy a present for somebody, we need to normalize giving cash as a present. Give cash as opposed to a gift card. It's the same thing, except people will actually use it. Or write a nice card, because a gift card is the most throwaway. I'm not even going to put any thought into this, but I don't feel comfortable giving cash because for some reason that's been looked like looked down upon as a gift. So now I'm going to go and give you this gift card that you're going to stash away, and the next time you go to this place, you're not going to remember to bring it because nobody wants to have thick wallets anymore. Nobody's carrying around the seven gift cards they have, and then you never end up using it and it's a waste on both sides uh, eliminate the gift card i will be putting on uh the poll at greg scalzo wants to cancel gift cards are you for or against that yes i'm with you um I, i'm gonna go with zero as well i am going to my niece's birthday party oh crap i hope my sister's not listening with her in the car because it's gonna be a surprise that i'm showing up um she wants cash and greg you've turned me into the cash uncle and, and she my sister quote said she loves cash or gift cards amazing and so okay cash it is done yeah. done deal 40 40 bucks solid for you know someone elementary school fourth yes, grade absolutely done absolutely yeah i just the whole gift card thing it's great for the place that that is is selling the gift card because ultimately they're gonna make half of that without ever having to like exchange the goods right because people just don't use gift cards but it's so it's just Oh, it's brutal. I have so many gift cards right now, Ben. And then I organize them, and then I'm like, oh, the next time I go to this place. I, I do the exact same thing. And, and you never do. I know. I, I, gift cards are not great. For the birds. Um, am I, do you have any of my gift cards that I've gotten you in the past unused? I still have the, uh, the, the show. You got us a gift card to find a show or a concert or something? So you're saying, should I have picked out like a show for you? And I don't made know. You go? I, like, that's I not... don't know. I don't know the answer. I to thought that. that was a good gesture. It's a nice gesture, but at the same time, what, what like, would you it... rather have me gotten you? I don't know. I mean, probably like just like a dinner or something. Like, hey, take us out to dinner on you. You know, like, like write a card, tell you how much you mean to me. Yeah. And... Hey, next time we go out to dinner, that's on me. Because then it'll be like we'll plan that out and we'll like actually do it as opposed to. You know, now I got to go and look for concerts. And it, it sounds like it's easy. It's just one of those things you never sit down and do. And I guarantee you, I will probably end up buying tickets to a concert at one of the places I could use that gift card and then get so mad at myself for not yeah. using the gift card. Yeah, you'll see it like a week later. Yeah, 100%. That's that it for one or zero. <laughs> for one or zero here on Scalzo and Bruss. Thank you, Chris Larson. In for Josh DiMaggio, Scalzo and Bruss live from Third Street Market Hall as we get ready to move down here here in Milwaukee. Uh, ESPN Milwaukee going to be making this its home. Half our team went in today, uh, although not necessarily the studios, but um, we definitely are excited to be here. That is for sure. I do have to give a shout-out to the Ultimate Wisconsin Sports Fan Weekend. You've heard me talk about this from our friends at Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. 
It's one of the great gifts that you could possibly have. The Ultimate Sports Fan uh, Wisconsin Sports Fan Weekend, where you and a uh, guest can enjoy Friday night baseball in Milwaukee, a football Saturday in Madison, and a Sunday night with the green and gold. All you have to do, scan the QR code to enter to win an amazing sports fan experience, including transportation, lodging, tailgating, and Ticket King gift cards. Where are the QR codes? Well, if you're in Milwaukee, you could visit Coaches, Maxwell's, and New Berlin Alehouse in Madison. Go to Wando's, Danny's Pub, Scotty Bar, and Chasers 2.0 to scan the QR code. It's the ultimate Wisconsin sports fan weekend from Bud Light, the world's greatest beer, and Bud Light Seltzer, the world's greatest seltzer. Are you all in or all out on Jordan Love and who's with me on canceling gift cards? 800-990-3776. Again, 800 76. We'll talk with you, the Scalzo and Russ family, next on Scalzo and Russ, presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Russ. Bigger gamble, egg salad out of a vending machine or gas station sushi? Mm. Egg salad. I stopped off at a gas station for a snack, and I ended up with a full Bavarian pretzel the other day. Like a soft pretzel. It's a wild ride. <laughs> Did you have nacho cheese with it? No. <laughs> I rolled out. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Ben Brust here to tell you what, how you can find the best content ever out there that's espnmilwaukeebundle.com whether it's disney plus i love the rise movie i also love the marvel movies how about star wars that's that's part of the disney family as long as as well as espn plus an award-winning 30 for 30 series you have ufc you have everything you need all within this family stream anytime anywhere go to espnmilwaukeebundle.com to learn more again espnmilwaukeebundle.com to pick and choose your offerings all in one live from the Third Street Market Hall presented by Bud Light. He is Ben Brust. I am Greg Scalzo. Chris Larson in for Josh DiMaggio running the show. Jordan Love finished up the preseason last night, taking on Kansas City's number one defense. How did it go? Well, it depends who you ask. Matt LaFleur uh, spoke pretty highly about the Jordan Love performance. Jordan Love himself talked about how he was happy with some of the growth that he has seen as he wraps up his second full preseason in the NFL. Here's what Jordan Love had to say after last night's game. I think I definitely took a lot of good strides um, this preseason, you know, from when we started in OTAs to, to now. Um, just from the first two years I've been here, you know, I definitely, you know, there's a lot of growth in just my play and decision making and how comfortable I feel. Um, so I, I felt good about it. Uh, Jordan Love right there. Feeling good about things we ask you on Twitter, at Scalzo and Rust. If you had to make the decision today, are you all in or all out on Jordan Love? So far, 55% all in, yeah, 45% all out. I did not expect that because I haven't seen anything from him that makes me think that he's an above-average NFL quarterback, let alone an average or, or not even that, an average NFL quarterback. I think he can develop into an average NFL quarterback, but that's about as bad as you can be in the NFL is be stuck with an average quarterback. Look at the best teams in the NFL over the last 20 years. Look at what separates championship teams. By and large, they have exceptional 
quarterbacks. Occasionally you might find some above average quarterbacks or very good quarterbacks, but by and large, they are exceptional quarterbacks. The worst thing you could be is stuck in purgatory. This Minnesota Vikings right now with Kirk Cousins, sure he puts up some good stats. He ain't a Super Bowl winning guy. You can name it a dozen other teams in the NFL that find themselves stuck in that same position. It's why the Browns said, you know what? Despite all the baggage with Deshaun Watson, despite the fact that Baker Mayfield got the Browns to the playoffs for the first time since Homer was born, uh, they sent Baker Mayfield packing and they took on a quarterback with a lot Deshaun of baggage. Watson with a lot of baggage, but who has shown that he is an exceptional NFL quarterback. Man, it must be nice as well. Like, like you could hear it in Jordan Love's voice. He's 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 drinking the, like the Kool Aid because he knows like it's kind of like the the kid. It, it, it's almost like the coach's kid. Like he he feels like to me like a coach's kid that I played with where. The kid's really not actually playing that well, but no matter what he does, he's still going to be liked and loved because the coach is going to give him as many opportunities and talk him up as much as possible because there's like this this uh, this love that they have for him, no pun intended again, where they're just trying to make him feel propped up and good because they want him to do well because I guarantee they know that Jordan Love is not the answer. Dr. M96 on Twitter chimes in at Durkee Garden uh, says, name. I personally rather see love get the chance, good or bad. Is the alternative better? Maybe, but it feels better than starting over with another potential quarterback who hasn't watched number 12 up close. I have to ask you, Ben Brost, as an athlete, a college athlete, very good college basketball player, were you better because you were able to watch Jordan Taylor up close or watch some of the great, like, like it's, I don't understand the whole idea of, well, you get to watch this player. Like it didn't help Brett Hundley. Guess what? I want, like, I wanted to kick Jordan Taylor's ass every day in practice. Like I, when I was on the scout team, as much as it sucked going against Jordan Taylor, like I wanted to get better by going against him and it wasn't about like oh i get to watch what jordan's doing and copy it it was you have a skill set you are a competitor and in order to get out on the floor guess what you needed to do you needed results and that's why i love playing for bo ryan because there was a precedent there was a standard there was something you needed to do every single second you were out on the floor and if you didn't do it you didn't play and i feel like the the packers are kind of getting away from that right now like the packers have been successful with Aaron Rodgers in the like you can make you say all you want about the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers and Packers are always doing a great job of doing what? Taking care of the football. Aaron doesn't give away freebies. Jordan Love has done the opposite of that in the in the preseason, Greg. In the preseason and they're doing everything to defend him. It's like it's like going against how they've been successful, especially when they weren't a good offense. In 2019, the Packers were not a good offense, but you know what they did? They had Good, they had a solid defense that helped them win games. Aaron Rodgers didn't have his best season, but he didn't turn the ball over, and they found their way to 13-3. and three. And the scary part to me is, yeah, you have a great defense, but if Jordan Love was the guy that was out there for the Packers right now and he was making these mistakes, and uh, despite the, the, the routes being run wrong or the unlucky break, he's, he's coughed the ball up to the other team way too many times, and that is not how the Packers would be successful. So that's where, again, like it, the good or bad thing – Sure, if you want to see it, uh, nothing would tell me that it's going to be good. Nothing would. 
Apple Man in the Orchard chimes at 800-990-3776. As love will never be a good quarterback. Heck, Justin Fields will have at least double the success in the NFL. That from Apple Man picking apples. I am out on Justin Fields. I've made that very well known. Um, but... I don't know what Jordan Love is going to do. Fred from Milwaukee chimes in and says, makes more sense to compare Love to a third-year Rodgers. Looking at 2007 preseason Rodgers stats, 18 of 27 for 168. Love was 16 of 28 for 148 last night. Never know who a player truly is until they get thrown into the flyer. Ted Thompson Ted Thompson saw it then. Maybe LaFleur sees it now. I will revert back to Mark from the Unknown, who made a point that the Packers pushed Brett Favre out of Green Bay. The beloved Brett Favre, the most popular person in the state of Wisconsin. When I arrived here in 2007, Brett Favre was number one. God was number two. Jesus was number three. (laughs) Brett Favre was two spots against Jesus Christ when I got here in 2007. And the Packers looked at Brett Favre and said, you know what? You should really retire. I know you just took us to the NFC Championship game and threw an awful interception against the Giants to lose that. Um, I know you had one of your great seasons, you know, uh, uh, in, in the last decade here, but the kid behind you is really good. The Packers got on their hands and knees. Brian Gutekunst dressed up like a little baby and said, wow, wow, Aaron, please come back. I will do anything possible because Jordan Love was behind Aaron Rodgers. I'm not looking at preseason stats. Also, those don't include touchdowns and interceptions. I was also going to say real quick, I just want to make a really small point about that. We're comparing 16 years apart. The game of football has changed tremendously. It's a great point, but I – all I have to do is just look at how the team is reacting. The team is reacting like we need you, Aaron, despite all of the horrible things you've said about us, despite all of the indecision and all of that, we will do anything to get you back. That wasn't the case when Aaron Rodgers was getting ready to take over for Brett Favre, and that says more to me than just about anything else. 800-990-3776. Matt from Milwaukee says, it's not the same situation with Favre. If you remember, Favre actually retired and wanted to come back. Rodgers was also in his last year. That is true. Um, But Favre, when he wanted to come back, like if Rodgers left and then wanted to come back, that's kind of what happened. He said, I'm out. And the Packers said, no, 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 no. Please, please, please come back. We'll keep talking about Jordan Love. Are you all in or all out? 800-990-3776. Let's open up the phone lines to talk with you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. And also, we destroy the gift card industry. You're losing that one right now in the poll, bud. Next on Scalzo and Bruss, presented by the world's greatest beer.